Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, October 11th. Today's big idea? Foreign intelligence agencies may be using your antivirus software against you. Several worrisome stories popped overnight that underscore the growing vulnerability of the United States to hacking and cyber espionage by foreign governments, specifically Russia and North Korea. First, Russian government hackers used the antivirus software sold by Kaspersky Lab to search the contents of any computer using it. The software is installed on more than 400 million people's computers, and it's been employed by roughly two dozen American government agencies. You can't make this up. In 2015, the Israelis discovered what happened when they hacked into Kaspersky systems and discovered that Russian government hackers had already been using the system to pull super-sensitive NSA hacking tools and that they were searching computers around the world for code names of American intelligence programs. The firm denies any wrongdoing or role in the hacks, but Kaspersky Lab's data is rooted through Russian internet service providers that are subject to Russian government surveillance. The founder of Kaspersky Lab used to work in a cryptology program that was linked to the KGB. Second, North Korean hackers apparently stole a huge trove of classified U.S. and South Korean military documents last fall, including a plan for dealing with full-blown war with North Korea. The hackers took over 235 gigabytes of military documents, most of which still have not been identified. Yes, 235 gigabytes. Remember, a gigabyte is just over 1,000 megabytes. That's a lot of very sensitive classified data. Additionally, the cybersecurity company FireEyes says in a new report to private clients that hackers linked to North Korea have recently been targeting electric power companies inside the United States with spear phishing emails. It's not clear they've been successful by any means, but it's a sign of just how aggressive they're being. And remember, this is against the backdrop of a potential nuclear confrontation. Back on the Russia story, the U.S. government is mobilizing aggressively to contain the Kaspersky threat before it's too late. The FBI has notified major companies, including in the energy and financial sectors, about the risks of using Kaspersky software. The Department of Homeland Security has instructed federal civilian agencies to identify Kaspersky Lab software on their networks and remove it within 90 days. Many local and state government agencies, from Oregon to Connecticut, though, continue to widely use the software and may be oblivious that it's a Trojan horse. Also, the National Intelligence Council just completed a classified report, which it shared with NATO allies, concluding that the FSB, which is the equivalent of Russia's CIA, had probable access to Kaspersky customer databases and source code. Moscow could use this to launch debilitating cyber attacks against American and European networks in the event of war. Expect a lot more clamoring on Capitol Hill for congressional action to counter this incursion. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell sent a letter yesterday to all 32 football team owners asking them to support a plan to ensure that players stand when the national anthem is played at games. The letter was leaked just hours after Trump took to Twitter to bash the NFL once again over players who have been kneeling or linking arms during the anthem in order to raise awareness for racial inequality and police violence. Goodell's capitulation was motivated by concerns about backlash from fans. It marks a validation of the president's tactics. Goodell said a plan will be put forward during an NFL owners meeting this weekend. It remains unclear whether players and team owners will abide by the commissioner's wishes. Number two. The U.S. Navy has fired the top two commanders on the USS John S. McCain, calling the warship's deadly August collision with an oil tanker preventable. 
the McCain, a guided missile destroyer, collided with a merchant vessel ship near Singapore. Ten American sailors died and five others were injured. The incident is among a series of mishaps, including another collision this year that left seven American sailors dead, that have exposed the Navy's struggles to address widespread leadership shortcomings and an erosion of training standards. Number three, President Trump and Secretary of State Rex Tillerson tried to smooth over tensions in their relationship yesterday during a White House lunch after the president was quoted in Forbes magazine earlier in the day proposing an IQ test face-off with his top diplomat. Trump challenged Tillerson to an IQ test in the interview after the revelation that Tillerson privately called the president a, quote, moron. The White House insists Trump was just joking around. Meanwhile, Mensa has offered to host the face-off. The group said it would be happy to hold a testing session for Trump and Tillerson. I'm not kidding. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, October 11th. You can read much more at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.